Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, spiritual healing from trauma and abuse for empaths, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, spiritual mentor and author, and I'm empowering empaths three times a week in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse and childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. This is season five, episode 13, how to reestablish your heart chakra after narcissistic abuse. I have a big heart and sometimes I hate it. I overthink, I over apologize, I over forgive. I care too much about people who don't really care about me. I feel guilty about things that I don't have any control over and I try to save everyone around me before I even think about saving myself. I love too deep and I feel alone sometimes because I'm not sure if I'll ever find someone else who thinks like me or who feels like me or who views the world like me. I'm not conceited by any means because I know I'm not perfect, but I do have a big heart and sometimes I hate it underscore this is mesky underscore recovering from narcissistic abuse can feel like an uphill battle but you can get back to a better balance so in this episode today you're going to learn how to use your heart chakra to help re-establish equilibrium and rebuild self-esteem after traumatic experience just a reminder this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional help. If you are experiencing fear, anxiety, and confusion from the narcissist, then I strongly recommend that you speak to a professional. I've been there, and when I left my narcissist, I found talk therapy to be extremely beneficial. And this is why I chose BetterHelp as a sponsor. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, who offers licensed therapists who are trained to allow you to talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. Finding a therapist is easy. Just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Everything you share is completely confidential in therapy. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash E-M-P-A-T-H. The link is in the show notes. If you have experienced narcissistic abuse, it can be hard to restore your balance and heal your heart chakra to learn to trust and love again. Unfortunately, there are some practical steps that you can take to help reconnect with your emotions and restore self-esteem after this traumatic experience of being worn down and your spirit broken by a narcissist. The other day I was doing a reading of a human design and we talked a little bit more into her will center which i have the same will center so i'll talk to myself and my experience this will center is similar and it aligns with the heart chakra in the human design system and the chakra system so this will center it determines what you do with other people's agendas what you do with their ideas and their motivations, right? It's like 
the energy of being able to get onto a diet and hold that discipline or the energy of being sold very easily, you know, by somebody. I don't know about you, but for me, and I thought this was just like a, a me thing. I thought this was my like weakness is I can't say no to anybody they come to my door, if I'm going just to browse into a shop, I would get like major anxiety because I hated saying no or no, I'm just looking. I, I just, I, I hated it because then I realized afterwards I have an open, a white will center. And that anxiety was feeling bad that I wasn't um, going along with their sales or their agenda. And I constantly had buyer's remorse. And I was constantly being sold to market or to make money through multi-level marketing systems, which is a horrible way. It's a scam, really. You can't make money in multi-level because you have to pay a subscription. I mean, yeah, you can make money, but you're it's a very bad business model. You're like constantly paying into the subscription as a requirement to then try and sell the product and make money. And the percentages you make on those products is just... It's like slave labor. It's ridiculous. So I was constantly being sold into doing those, thinking I'm being really excited. And that's just my open will center being sold on a really horrible idea. <laughs> and this open will center can really, if we're not conscious about it, get us into trouble, especially with a narcissist, because what is their big MO? Their own agenda, their own convenience, their own needs. That's all they care about is themselves. They don't care about you. So when you have this open will, you're amplifying and you're getting excited and feeling the energy of their will to have something, to do something. And it's not yours. It's not your will. It's just there uh, as an amplifier, like an open door. So you need to learn how to close that door and rebalance your heart chakra so that you can love and serve people through your heart without continually being burned. So there's a mantra for this open will center. If you identify with this and you feel the pain, and of course, if you have a defined will center, it's colored in, you might also be experiencing this because you have other centers that are open, that that person is maybe feeding you ideas. You have an open head center, open solar plexus, that uh, triangle on the bottom right, because you're really feeling into it. There are different places where we're open that we amplify these other people's agendas, their needs, their emotions. And that persuades our behaviors to, to act and behave in unhealthy ways. I enter, so this is your mantra. Moving forward. If you feel any resonance with what this, I've just talked about, this open will center, possibly even open other centers, just feeling guilty and always hopping on other people's bandwagons and then regretting it. I enter into all agreements according to my human design strategy. I make promises and commitments very carefully and deliberately and only according to my human design authority. I have nothing to prove and I value myself deeply. I fearlessly ask to be paid what I am worth. So when we find a 
place where we can balance out our heart chakras and close the door to our open will centers. You can learn to connect with yourself again. One of the greatest gifts you can give yourself after abuse is connecting with yourself through meditation, through quiet time in nature, through journaling, through balancing your chakras, learning about yourself through human design reading. And before you learn to open your heart up again to others, it's important to take the time to get familiar with who you are, what you need, what behaviors you will not tolerate anymore, and the certain signs that are just the unspoken signs that you're not going to open yourself up or spend time with a certain type of person anymore. The motivation with the empath healing community I formed over on Patreon is to start to develop that safe environment for you to get you like your training wheels on. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go over here and gain some healing and community, get my training wheels on and how to make connections. And then you'll be empowered to go make in-person connections out into the world with your beautiful empathic self and with your back door and your screens put up. So you still have your centers guarded, but you can still let your beautiful light shine out. Make sure you set aside time each day to go inward, even if it's only for a few minutes. Practice deep breathing exercises, yoga, or meditation as they will help restore balance and create a deeper sense of connection within yourself. And as a certified meditation teacher, I have a whole bunch of meditations on my YouTube channel, and I'm so excited to be hosting guided meditations in the library on the Luvo app, and I'll be doing live meditations starting February. The next way is to create practical boundaries based on your values. And this is all based on observation, case studies. This is why journaling is so wonderful because you can go back and see the patterns within yourself, what you've allowed, what you keep getting caught up on and the patterns of other people and what they've been doing that makes you feel so heartbroken. Setting solid boundaries is an important step in protecting yourself from further harm and it allows you to reclaim your power back again. And it's pretty powerful. I had a really successful interaction just recently where I was anxious and panicking that when I had put a boundary down and said, nope, I am not going to crazy town on the day of Lunar New Year. I'm not gonna go there and put myself in that mess. My kids don't wanna go, my husband doesn't wanna go. I'm not gonna be sold into this agenda. If she wants to come over to our house, great. If not, if not. And so I just said, oh, it's a hard no. Everyone's concurred. They do not want to go out on Lunar New Year this year. It's just too crazy. And she was like, oh, okay, I'll come over. I thought she was going to say, okay, well, I'll see you next time. I'm going to go do something else and go. So it was really beautiful to reclaim my power and say, you know what? I don't care what your reaction is. This is what we've all wanted to do. This is my boundary. And I'm not going to, you know, allow my guilt or my people pleasing for my boundary to loosen and to cave. So to take that time to assess what matters most to you. And it was beautiful because she came over. We had a great time and my kids got to visit with uh, this particular person. And it was just a wonderful, like total drama free, peaceful time. 
So you get what you ask for. So take time to assess what matters most to you and use this knowledge as a basis for creating newfound boundaries that can help you focus on what really makes you feel safe and secure. Make sure to firmly stand by your boundaries as well. You have to release all expectations or fears that they won't talk to you anymore, they won't like you, they won't come and spend time with you. That's okay. You don't need to spend time with them if they don't respect your boundaries. And so make sure to firmly stand by your boundaries as often as possible. This will let both yourself and others know what your values are and how to treat you and that your boundaries are something to be respected. The other part of this healing and balancing of your heart chakra is disassociating from the abuse with visualization techniques. So this helps you break away from the pain and start focusing on the future. Try visualizing a situation or place where you're safe and away from any reminders of the abuse. This is such a beautiful tool to visualize. It's so effective. And it's an effective form of mindfulness that can be used to create a sense of peace within yourself. This is kind of part of what EFT tapping does. It's as you're tapping, you can close your eyes. You can imagine a beautiful beach or the forest around you. This is also part of the inner child meditation where I take you through to a magical garden and you just spend time there. And this is your happy place, right? It's almost like this happy place, happy place. Where's my happy place? to remove you from that pain, the PTSD, and that sense of reminding you of all the trauma and the abuse and the manipulation that you endured. And this helps you connect to your soul. It helps you connect to your inner child and heal all of that and rebalance your heart chakra to be open to love again. So take some time during your day to focus on this visualization technique as a way to escape from the pain. And I wouldn't say it's, it's really not escaping. So take time to focus on this visualization technique to heal from your pain and transmute it and transform into a calm, confident, and peaceful being. Allow yourself to detach from the experience in order to focus on your healing. And you can go through that inner child meditation in that magical garden with me on the YouTube channel at Raven Scott Show as well as the Patreon. I'll post that this week into the Patreon. That I'll post that as a bonus free meditation. I do post meditations that are only created for the Patreon members, as well as our live Q&As and our healing circles. So the next element of balancing your heart chakra to really move forward in love again is respectfully reject personal attacks and rejected feelings of self-blame. Now, this sounds really easy on in words, but I know it takes years and it takes practice of rewriting the mirror neurons to reclaim your self-esteem again, to dismiss and completely let go and not give an F what they think, what anybody thinks. Because when it comes to reclaiming your power and self-esteem, you need to start with the most important step, respectfully rejecting personal attacks. And that's all you've been enduring with the narcissist this whole time because they're putting you down so that you continue to take the abuse and to receive it 
and to receive all their their projection and all their flaws on top of your flaws and it's time to start rejecting that it's it's time to start rejecting the personal attacks rejecting the projections that's a their problem it's not a your problem right only you know your own problems and that's the the patterns of you falling prey into these cycles with these people who are just blaming you for things or sucking out all your energies or trampling all over your boundaries these are all choices and the power that we can take back we can control these things and that's what's so amazing we can control these things and we can start rejecting these feelings of guilt shame and self-blame and this is what keeps you trapped in the cycle with the narcissist like oh well I don't want to be mean or rude I don't want to say this or you know I don't want to be a bad person well they're banking on that false mindset that conditioning to be a good little girl or a good little boy even as an adult it's for you just to keep on taking on that blame shame and guilt into your bucket and just they just keep doing whatever the hell they want to do and you're perpetually trying to be the good person and they're using and abusing that and they know it so these are common results of narcissistic abuse as the perpetrators of this type of abuse they will often attempt to make their victims feel like the cause of their abuse is something that they themselves did wrong this is your kryptonite by taking the blame and your superpower with your superman cape on is to stop taking the blame that's their main trick to hold you in this cycle once you don't care once you stop taking the blame once you say that's a your problem i don't i'm doing me i don't care that's a your problem if you don't like it that's a your problem which seems a little bit kind of like what they do but you're doing it to protect yourself you're not doing it to harm anybody else like they are and it's your responsibility to confront these accusations or criticisms head on and sometimes it's a i'm sending you a text message i wish you all the best and thank you bye bye and sometimes you have to have that conversation one on one head to head with them cuz you live with them and then other times it's just a no contact like no more i'm not taking any more this is why and no contact bye and lastly practice self love and let go of the fearful thinking This fearful thinking keeps us stuck in stage 3 of the healing process that Dr. Debbie Silber shared with us in episode 2 in season 5 where we just feel stuck. We're always stuck in this victim mentality. You feel like you're always wrong, defended, you're always attracting these toxic types of people. It's actually your vibration attracting other like vibrations. So one of the best ways to rebalance your heart chakra post trauma is to practice self-love and let go of fear and fearful thinking. Focusing on the positive affirmations about your worth as well as engaging in practices such as the aforementioned yoga. Meditation really changes your brain chemistry and helps you elevate your frequency elevate your mind and your vibration and your chakras right just as we discussed with with sanjeeb in episode 12 on sunday and yeah the music vibrational music and we're listening to music uh, that higher frequ- 
the higher frequency music to help you reset your energy of your heart chakra and start the healing process and strengthen the healing process. It's like going to the gym for your heart and your mind and your emotional intelligence. And when you're able to observe the beauty and joy that already exists and how capable and strong you are, it will be easier for you to identify your individual potential and unlock the paths towards recovery. If you truly enjoyed this episode and you're enjoying this podcast, do me a favor and rate and review this podcast as it helps spread the word and others find this podcast to help them in their journey to regain their sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. Thank you for your podcast and book. It has helping me through this dark period. Thank you for sharing your story, end quote. I have heard this countless of times and I am so grateful. My guidebook is to serve you in your healing journey and it weaves my story into lessons and is a must read on your self-discovery journey. I've included 20 plus healing resources such as guided meditations, exercises, and journal prompts to heal and to understand your human design and some astrology concepts as well. You can buy your copy of my book, Empath and the Narcissist, How to Overcome Narcissistic Abuse and Recover from PTSD, Codependency, Gaslighting, Manipulation, and Learn How to Live Your True Self with Human Design 101 on Amazon and listen on Audible. If you are like me, you are probably asking yourself, how do I stop hurting after narcissistic abuse? Well, this is what I'm going to walk you through to gain your joy and confidence back in the first annual 10-day challenge. It will guide you on how to overcome pain from narcissistic abuse and live narc-free. I will post on the Patreon each of the 10 days for you to access for free. It will be a mixture of mentor teachings, healing exercises, and support. And we will have our finale event in a live Q&A event on Patreon. Registration will be open until February 6th, the day that the challenge starts. But don't wait, get your free ticket now before you forget. And if you just want to check out the new exciting things happening over on Patreon, download the free app, search Raven Scott, and click the three dots at the top right of my page and click follow. So you can follow along and be a fan for free. If you wish to join as a founding member, just click on over $8.25 to join as a member and unlock all of the amazing healing tools and support on the Patreon. Can't wait to see you there. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Losing time, I'm fading fast. I just want to make it last. Try to let go of the past. I close my eyes, embrace the blast. Sleepless nights and headaches stack. Restlessness to hell and